Hello everybody, and welcome back to OMB Reviews. I am the critic who is a cynic. How is everyone doing this evening? Welcome back to the One Man Low Council. Happy Tuesday, happy Shrove Tuesday to everyone out there. For those that do not know, Shrove Tuesday is the Catholic way of celebrating uh, this Mardi Gras, as it's oftentimes known. I have never really been a big fan of Mardi Gras. It's not really my style. And it's also taking the original concept of Shrove Tuesday and turning it into a day of excess when it should be something else entirely. But anyway, I hope everyone is doing well. Again, blessed Shrove Tuesday to everyone. And tomorrow is indeed the beginning of our Lenten journey with Ash Wednesday happening tomorrow. As you all know, I am uh, very proud of my Catholic faith. But I hope everyone is doing swimmingly on this episode 223 of the Welcome to Asgard podcast, because yes, indeed, this show is uploaded as a podcast every night after we finish these shows on Tuesdays and Saturdays. Apologies once again for having to cancel the Saturday stream, but as you all know, and thank you very much for being very understanding, family indeed comes first, so I very much appreciate all the things and all of the love and all of the support. And speaking of the podcast, one last time, I want to give a huge shout out to Toaf Morris, who is a monthly member over on anchor.fm. So thank you very much, Toaf Morris, if you're listening to this. I appreciate you, good sir. So let's say hello to some people. Let's start off with my DLAF fam. We got Captain Dean Heiss over there. What is going on? Captain Dean Heiss. He says, hail D-Live fam. Hail indeed. We also got a bunch of people waiting over on the YouTube. What's going on, YouTube peeps? Peeps? I said peeps. What's a peat? YouTube peeps. We got Slicer Neons in here early. Robert in here as well. Joseph Ippolito. What's going on, good sir? Father Christopher Miller. Hail to you, Father. He says, happy Fat Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Yes, Father. Yes. Um... <laughs> Happy Shrove Tuesday to you as well. Uh, he then says, no beads will be exchanged here tonight. Yes, indeed. We are a family show, and so we do not engage in that nonsense. We also had 13th Warrior in the chat as well saying, we are the Goon Squad, and we're coming to get you. Beep, bop, boop. I don't know what song that was set to. Orange High Reviews in the chat. What is going on, Orange Chat Reviews? He says, happy Tuesday, folks. Hope you are all well. Hail Gina, and hail the All-Father Odin. Well, thank you. Very much, Orange Chat Reviews. Thanks for being here once again, man. Andrew Hoyle, what's going on? Good, sir. Joining us from the UK. Glad to have you over here as always. We got ZK Man, who is rocking a pretty nice and unique member sticker over on YouTube. It's the only one I know of that's of that uh, of that color, and I think it just means that you've been a member for a long time. So I very much appreciate your membership. ZK Man, he's also a chosen of Valhalla as well, and he says, Hail to all. Hope all are doing well. In the middle of cooking dinner, making homemade burgers and fries, but I'll be listening. Thank you very much, K-Man, for listening in, and ooh, that sounds delicious. My wife and I actually had some nice burgers this evening, as tomorrow we will be fasting and abstaining from meat, as is the Catholic tradition. And uh, that sounds great. I hope it's as good as ours were, because ours was pretty good. We got Tina B., the Empress of the Universe, in the chat. What's going on, Tina B.? Hope you are doing very, very well. Glad to have you here, as always. Uh, and also, thank you very much for letting me know that uh, Steph's running a little bit behind tonight, so the Captain of the Valkyries is running behind, but she lives in Texas. And if anyone has been paying attention to the news, you know that Texas is is crazy right now. Texas, Texas be crazy right now because of all the snow. Every single county, 
I think it's the first time potentially in Texas history was put under a, a winter warning, like a winter storm warning, which when you think about it is, is pretty insane. And lots of people are without power for a multitude of reasons, which I'm sure will come up on tonight's show. And I think that will very much fit into the first segment dealing with the, uh, the issue of Parler, a social media platform that was taken down for very pretty much no reason whatsoever other than the fact that it was a free speech platform, let's just be honest here, it was taken down for no reason, um, is now returned, at least somewhat. It's, it's having some issues. We'll dive further into that uh, in a bit. All right, we got Seth Williams in the chat. Hail to you. Glad to have you here as always. We got Yevo in the chat. Pat S. in the chat as well. What's going on, Pat, Pat S.? Um, let us see. Your Muslim uncle, what's going on? Good, sir. Glad to have you back as always. Matthew Highland also here as well. We got Waiting for Nerdratic Lore rocking that new profile picture. Rocket, of course, Gina Carano pop. pop was it Funko pop figure? But again, anything Gina Carano is awesome. So shout out to Waiting for Nerdratic Laura for being in the chat again. Andrew Hoyle's member says, so what? So from what I can gather, there's a bit of a day after tomorrow situation going on in the United States. Kind of, yeah. Uh, in, in some areas of the country, for sure. Unfortunately, not here. <laughs> here. Here in the Chattanooga area, we got cold temperatures. So it dropped down into the 20s last night. We actually did get some snow. But it was like light flurries, and, and the flurries were so light that the wind blew them away pretty quickly. So we had some accumulation, but then after about an hour or so, the wind started to kick up, and it all got blown away. And it was very, very sad. But I got some pictures. I posted them on social media, and uh, I was just glad to get something. So we actually had the day off from school today because there were obviously icy conditions, had a lot of rain yesterday, and so there was the fear of ice. Turns out that it probably wasn't as big of a deal. Somehow the uh, the water got soaked up pretty quickly and uh, ended up getting myself a little bit of a what I would like to call a snow day uh, because we did have some snow and we were off from school. And so that was very nice. I was able to do an OMB report video. I was able to uh, get some things done with the Discord. So now the Discord should auto uh, share whenever a video goes live on both OMB reports and OMB reviews. I wish Discord could have integration with Odyssey because, as you all know, I mentioned all my videos now. I'm freaking loving the Odyssey platform. I think it's got a lot of potential. Um, still got a ways to go, but I think it's got a lot of potential. And uh, I would love for that to be able to be auto-shared as well. But, hey, uh, slowly but surely growing up. But there's a couple of bots now in the Discord, so you might see that certain bots have entered into the chat if you're on the Discord. And some of them can do some fun things like searching facts and things, but... I don't really know a whole lot about it. I don't know. I might have to try and play around and make the uh, Discord look a little bit more professional. Since uh, big news, uh, one part of my Lenten journey, uh, at least one of the plans that I have for my Lenten journey, is to try and cut down on my Twitter interactions. So I'm going to try and cut out Twitter completely. But obviously I do keep in contact with the Friday Night Tights crew through Twitter. So I'm trying to let them know in advance and, and hopefully they can keep me in the loop and share the links and stuff like that with me outside of Twitter. I've already let my Chosen of Valhalla know as well. So we're switching that over to Discord. So I'm kind of having more of a Discord-centric uh, focus during this Lenten season, and uh, obviously you can follow me on the alt tech platforms like Minds, and I am now on Gab as well. Parlor, I am technically on, but uh, I'll get to my thoughts on Parlor in just a little bit, but definitely on Gab and definitely on Minds, Minds most especially of all, uh, for anyone that's looking to keep up with things and to have links and such like that. All right, the new number two. Hail the new number two. Glad to have you back. Bruce in the chats, hail to you. Glad to have you back. 
Uh, Bonunda Hobbit in the chat, what's going on? We got Greta Zena, what's going on, Greta Zena? She says, hello, Odin and everyone, Greta. It must be so weird down there in, in New Orleans because the mayor of New Orleans essentially shut down Mardi Gras. And from what I've been told, the... <laughs> The, the community down there has tried to, to make do. I, I've heard that there's these, like, house parades where people can drive in their cars and the, a bunch of, like, the houses are dressed up as, as floats. So it's kind of like this weird way of doing it. But apparently they're, they're not allowed to, like, throw beads or anything like that. I thought that was kind of a bit odd for me. It's like, well, I feel like that kind of takes away, you know, part of the fun. Then again, most people nowadays when it comes to Mardi Gras, it's all about getting drunk, which I've always just found silly. And uh, that's why I would always go out of town during Mardi Gras. Uh, and if you live in New Orleans, you know, hey, yeah, um, if you're smart, it is. You, you say, yeah, you know what? No, thank you. I'm just going to I'm going to use this week off that we tend to get, depending on what you uh, what work you have and what job you have. Normally, you could get a week off for Mardi Gras. So it's like, I'm going to take that week and go travel somewhere else, anywhere else. I think it's very important. Um, all right, Matthew Highland, I already shouted out. Pat S., I see those pancakes. Mmm, pancake day. Yes, indeed. Uh, Andrew Hoyle says, I've had my pancakes today, Shrove Tuesday. Darn right. I feel like the UK, I feel like the UK brethren on the channel have a better understanding. Like, I just feel like in there they do pancake day, which is very much based in Shrove Tuesday. So I feel like there's just more of a connection. I don't know. I feel like we've definitely lost that. Normally when I say Shrove Tuesday to Catholics in the United States, a lot of them go... Wait, what? Especially like New Orleans Catholics, because we're just when when you're born and raised in New Orleans, you're taught Mardi Gras. Like that that's the main thing you're taught. And so it wasn't until later in life that I ever heard of the concept of Shrove Tuesday. I'm like, I actually like that a lot more because it fits more into what the season actually is about. It makes sense from a a, a you know a liturgical standpoint that you prepare for the long fast, right? You so you don't just go in cold turkey. I don't know. All right. Uh <laughs> Oh man, the, the the RK Outpost Army is here. So uh, <laughs> Kennel licks all the man milk. God, that's so terrible. Says, "Keep safe, brother. I'll join you for pizza on Friday night sites." Well, thank you very much for that, good sir. Yeah. So one of the things that's going to be changing for Friday night sites is that I'll be having cheese pizza, uh, as we are abstaining from meat on the Fridays of Lent. So that's going to be one of the many changes. Uh, this coming Latin season. Also, Pat S., thank you for becoming a member once again at the Citizen of Asgardian level. I very much appreciate it. Nathan Slay says, Good evening, sir. I know that you should probably save your thoughts for the review video, but I hope you like Speed. Yeah, I still need to do a review for Speed. I I, I was thinking about what, what video do I want to cover today, and then I went on the Bounding into Comics because I know that sometimes they cover a lot of stories that I'm interested in, and I saw you know the one about... Obviously, Gina Carano's recent interview where she talked about how Disney tried to force her to apologize and basically told her, we want you to say these exact words, which I, I just find so not only is it micromanaging to the extreme, but also it's just insanity. It is complete and utter insanity um, that they actually even did that. And then also found out the fact that she was fired via social media, that that she was not told that she was fired from Lucasfilm until she saw it on social media like everyone else, which I find despicable, like especially from a major company for you to treat one of your employees that way. That is, again, it's downright despicable and awful. So I do plan on doing a review for speed at some point. Uh, but thank you for the reminder. All right. The, uh, the chat has jumped on me like it always does. Again, hail to everyone in here. Uh, let me jump over to my DLAV fam real quick. Uh, let's see. Uh, Cyrosi, I think that's what it says over there. How are you doing? Glad to have you in the chat. Looks like the DLAV fam is relatively, relatively quiet today. I'm not seeing the Will Gentries and Daniel Thorns, but Cam Dean Heist, thank you for showing up over there. I appreciate it, man. 
All right, Bomb the Hobbit over on YouTube tagged and says, I never Twitter because I would get fired from my job, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, pretty much. That's why I've always tried to keep some sense of anonymity to the best of my ability and uh, have always kept certain names and things like that out of the public record because, uh, yeah, uh, even when you work for a really great organization or a great school or anything like that, there's always that risk. So I always try and, and walk the line as best I can. Uh, Thirsty Warrior says, hard to have a day of excess when there's snow and it's 19 degrees, says Thirsteenth Warrior. <laughs> that's a good point. It is definitely a good point. Uh, that's... <laughs> uh, Matthew Highland Tiny says, I picked up Gladiator and Interstellar 4K Steelbooks. Yeah. Gotta love the Steelbook collection. Uh, always some good stuff there. And yeah, those are some pretty good picks. Gladiator, of course, is fantastic. And I... The more I think about Interstellar, the more I like it. It's a film that I, I need to watch again pretty soon. I've seen it a couple of times. Really loved it the second time. Uh, Keck44, what's going on? How's it going, good sir? Inflamed Wood, one of my patrons. What's going on, Inflamed Wood? Glad to have you back. Dark Shadow Logan in the chat, hail to you. Nathan Slay says, after watching it on Sunday, The Breakfast Club is a solid teen flick. It was surprisingly moving. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, some consider it to be the iconic high school flick. Slash of Neon says, I appeal to the Honorable Court of Asgard to officially henceforth declare Gina Carano an honorary Valkyrie in, perpetu- in perpe- perpetuity and forevermore. Um, well, she's she's queen. All right. She's, she's queen slay queen. So, <laughs> yeah. But if Gina Carano ever came to the chat, uh, absolutely. She would be modded. She would be unmodded instantly. Because, I mean, come on, she's Gina Carano. And she'd probably beat me off if I didn't. <laughs> Rosie G12, hail to you. Glad to have you back in the chat. Thursday Warrior says the song reference was Fashion by Bowie. I actually don't know uh, Bowie's records as well. I don't know his music as well. I know, obviously, songs by Bowie, not really lyrics. Uh, Forever Sci-Fi, hail to you. Uh, Wheezy Bird back in the chat. What's going on? How's it going? Uh, Pat S says, farewell to the flesh, Popeyes tonight. Ooh, getting that Popeyes fix. Yeah. In New Orleans, as there are many Popeyes locations around, that normally would be one of my go-tos as well. Uh, that's a good thing to to say farewell to to the flesh with, for sure. Father Christopher Miller says, Salmon Wednesday. Of course, that's for my big meal of the day. Ah, yes, very cool, Father. I actually don't like the new rendition of the fast for Ash Wednesday and Good Friday, because it's just so, it seems so technical, but it's also, it's it's so specific, but it's also so not specific, right? Because it's, oh, you have to have one regular sized meal and then two smaller meals that can't add up to that regular sized meal. And to me, that just sounds so like, it's again, it's very specific, but it's also very, it's like, well, what constitutes this? And it's always been very confusing. Every time I hear explanations of the old school traditional fast, it, it's obviously a lot more intense, but I feel like it just makes a lot more sense. Because it's more based on, like, timing, and, and you're given more specificity. I, I don't know. Father, maybe you can expand upon this a bit, because I've always been, you know, I've always done my best. And I think that's, you know, all that we can really ask of ourselves, right, is to do the very best that we can to, to, to fall into, especially since we only have to do it two days. You know, again, that's another frustration, right? So it's just two days out of the entire season, uh, which is really nothing. And yet so many people can't even do that. I, I I need some guidance on that, Father, since you're in the chat. <laughs> I need some spiritual guidance right now, Father, over the internet. Uh, Mystic Thrones Moonlight 11, welcome. 
Uh, waiting for Nadronic. Laura says, love and heart to Texas. Absolutely. Yeah, for anyone out there in Texas who's without power, there's a lot of people struggling. There's a lot of people who have even lost their lives uh, because of it. Uh, thoughts and prayers heading out to all of the brothers and sisters out in Texas. Absolutely. Um, all right. Uh, your Muslim uncle says, 40 days, 40 day lentil soup, tea, dates, water for me, inshallah. God bless you in your fast. God bless you, good sir, as well. Your Muslim uncle coming in once again to show that we can come together. We can talk things out. And of course, that we can, of course, share in love of our faith with each other. So thank you very much, good sir. And good luck with your fast as well. Orange Eye Review says, Odin, I have been talking with many of my Texas friends, giving them advice and such. Here where I live, we get very cold weather, so I know how to handle it. It's good to help spread knowledge. Absolutely, Orange Chat. Yeah, because you're in the New York area, I believe, uh, from what I can remember from all the prizes that you've won through the giveaways. And I, it's important, right? It's important for us to try our very best to spread our knowledge, to spread our obviously our thoughts and prayers, to uh, to spread all of the the love and joy that we possibly can, right? Especially for those that are struggling. Sometimes it's all that we can do, right? There's only so much that we can do from from a further distance, especially when you know things are so you know batting down over there, right? So yeah, good stuff, man. Good stuff. Keep it up. Uh, the new number two says Texas is crazy, but the same storm front is going all the way up to Maine. Yeah, seriously, it's just. Uh, the weather is crazy all over the place. And of course, it just seems like a lot of it just skipped over Chattanooga. It's like, okay, yeah, all these other places like Texas will get these, you know, record crazy snowfalls. There was snowfall in Louisiana. There was snowfall like all over the place. And oh, Chattanooga, yeah, yeah, you'll get some random flurries when we have a 0%. That, this is the other thing that gets me about Chattanooga, right? Is that you, you look at the weather forecast and it's always wrong. It's always changing like every hour or every half hour, whenever they update it, it's always different. If you're looking ahead, like there were so many days where it said snow, 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 and then it turns turned out to be rain or nothing at all. And then this morning I'm checking it and it's like, oh yeah, 0% chance of snow, 0% chance of rain. And then you look outside and it's snowing, you know, it was snowing pretty well, right? Like obviously it wasn't like the heavy downpour that, that accumulates very quickly, but it was pretty consistent fall. And again, I think I've, I posted a video on one of the social media platforms and it, it was so it was coming down pretty pretty well, I think. And again, I'm no snow expert. I'm sure Father has seen much worse. I'm sure Orange Hat Reviews has seen much worse. I'm sure most of the people who live in the North, Northeast, or in other countries have seen much worse than I have. But at the same time, it, it was not nothing, as I guess the best way to explain it. So, um, yeah. Uh, Father Christopher Miller says, Odin got some, Odin got, quote, some snow. Yeah, seriously. I'm sure that it's... <laughs> I'm sure that it's, you know, yeah, I'm sure that it's nothing compared to what y'all got. Uh, Queen Elizabeth, welcome back to the chat. Glad to have you here, and you're welcome for the reminder. Uh, as isn't fat, as isn't fat, he's big bound. Yes, South Park reference. We got an as alternate channel, too. Thank you as well for another uh, super chat. He says, moving house and will be building a studio where I will store my huge Dragon Ball collection and will be joining the Phantom Menace's fight online. Hashtag love Gina. Well, congratulations, man. Thank you for the love. Thank you for the donation and good luck. Let me know. Uh, again, don't DM me on Twitter because I'm going to be taking a hi hiatus from it. But uh, obviously I have Gab, I have Mines, and uh, obviously the Discord channel too, which... Um, I'll try and post another link to I try and keep it limited only because we've gotten our server rated before. And so I like to put out temporary links 
every now and then. Uh, but yeah, there's different ways that you'll be able to, to contact me uh, if you ever need any help or advice or anything. But dude, massive Dragon Ball collection, that's awesome. Uh, James, thank you for the download donation via Streamlabs, says, Hey Odin, I just watched the first episode of WandaVision, and overall it was alright. Do you think it worth it to watch the other episodes? At this point, no. And I say that, I will be completely honest with my bias, because Disney sucks. <laughs> like, that, that's that's what it eventually, that, that's what it comes down to. Um, so I would say it's not worth it because Disney sucks. Um, from that subjective point of view. Objectively, I do think it gets better. I think that episode three and four especially get very good um, as, as far as like comparison to the other episodes. Like it gets very intriguing. You, you want to know where things go. And I have actually not seen the episode from this last Friday because I've just been like, no, I, you know, because I have Disney Plus through Verizon. So there's like a lot of trickiness to try and, you know, cancel it. I can't just cancel it up and down like normally you could do with other services. Um, and so that, that's just one of the things that, you know, I've just been staying away from it and just not using it. And I'm, I'm, I, I kind of still want to watch the episode though. So that's like, I can talk about it, but not, not through the traditional means. Uh, <laughs> anyway, thank you for the donation. Good, sir. Hope that helped. Cobra Viber 999, what's going on? Robert Frey also here. Rosie G12 says, I saw Memphis got a ton of snow. It did. And when you think about it, Memphis is so far away. From Chattanooga, like it's it's in it's again all the way to the west of Tennessee, right? It's far, far west Tennessee. So we are basically southeast. We're very east, and and obviously the south, the the most south you can really go in the state. And so of course that means we didn't get any of the snow. Apparently, forty five minutes away from me, got a lot of snow. Orange Review says, "Odin, my customary, be careful what you wish for is now thus given." Yeah, but we didn't get that much, and again, it really didn't didn't lead up to much here. Thanos Felicitas, what's going on? Slicer Neon says, you should appeal for snow equity. I am sure Texas would gladly donate you some. If that's how it worked, I would take it. Thirsty the Warriors member says, I still don't see anything from Parlor. And I guess I'll use that to, to do my little spiel on Parlor. So as you can see from the title, right, one of the stories is that Parlor is back, that it has returned. Now, from what I gather, and I covered this a bit on the OMB report. It's not yet open to new members. Uh, it should be open to new members within the next week. Obviously, I don't know if that has changed or not, but the early news reports were that it was going to be open to a very select few and then be available to more and more people as as time went on. So it is available now to me. I imagine that the reason why it keeps going down is because, one, there's a huge influx of traffic on these newer servers, which I still don't know where these servers are, and that's one of my big issues is, yeah, it's back, but at what cost? Apparently, the terms and conditions have been updated, and there's some questions as to what the policy is going to be, because it says that, you know, there's certain types of speech that will not be tolerated, but it doesn't really specify. It seems to go in the route of if it's against the First Amendment, right, if it violates the First Amendment, meaning if it calls for direct violence, things like that, just like in the United States, it wouldn't be protected. It's not protected on, on, on parlor either, but there really is a lot of ambiguity there, and so we don't really know. So... That's one problem is the terms and service have changed, has been updated, but also we don't know where these servers are being hosted. They, they say that it's going to be a more um, stable platform as far as not having to worry about being taken off, but we still are waiting for the service to actually be stable. Like I've been able to post some new uh, parlays, uh, as it says over there, which I feel like it should be like a, a parlor. I, I, parlay, I, I, I still don't quite understand the naming scheme personally. Um, but it's also still very bare bones right now. It's it's loading very slowly. 
Uh, there are some people who are bigger names who've just not returned because they, I think, moved on to other platforms. And this is one of the things I was saying, right? You know, part of me thought that Parler would never return. But when I said that, I try to make clear that when I say that it wouldn't return, what that really means is it might come back in form, but it won't necessarily come back in spirit. Meaning that it, it's back, right? Things are, are running again. But the the user base has moved on to other platforms, right? You saw a huge influx of people to Gab, right? Gab servers were so bogged down that it spent a crap ton of money getting new servers. It, it took forever for things to go through. Everything was loading very slowly, and even I was calling it out. But now things have stabilized over there. And I think a lot of people who went to Gab said, I like it over here. A lot of people also went to Mines, right? That's where I, you know, shifted over to as well. And Mines is great. Mines has never had any server level issues, right? It's never been bogged down. It's never had any slowing. It's always worked very well. I mean, the functionality is not nearly as broad as some of the other services, especially Gab, but it's still it's still a, a pretty stable platform nonetheless, as far as not, you know, shutting down and not working from time to time. But Parler, yeah, it's back, but to what extent? You know, is it going to be the same as it was before? Could it ever be the same that it was before? Has it been shut down for too long? And this is where the, the question of just how, how culpable are the big tech platforms, right? The Amazon Web Services, the Twitters, Facebook, et cetera, all the people who are calling for Parler to be punished for nothing, all the people who actually did punish Parler for nothing, how responsible are they for killing an upcoming business? I think that's a question that we need to address. Because if Parler does not come back to the same extent that it was, and, and if Parler can't take the heat, right? It can't take the the problems and, and people continue to say, I'm happy with Gab, I'm happy with Minds, I'm happy with other alt tech platforms, I don't want to go back. Will that kill the potential business that was there? Remember, Parler was number one trending, right? Parler was number one trending for a while on both iOS and on Android. And then what happened? They shut it down. So was there a violation then of antitrust, right? Was there antitrust stuff going on there? Because it seems like there's a good case to be made there because it was competition to Twitter and to, to, to Facebook, more so to Twitter. And they decided to all basically band together, it seems, and shut it down right when it was growing. And now they cut its growth. They cut its potentiality. And now it's at the point where... It's obviously having issues, and, and I think that you, you could argue that it's similar to what Gab was going through, right? The difference is that Gab was building its own infrastructure. Gab was building its own servers, so it made a lot more sense that they would be having these types of issues. Parler is claiming that they're with a new, uh, a new web hosting group, and I don't know yet who they are, so if someone knows that, please let us know. But every news article I've read has not specified. So we don't know who it is. We don't know how stable it is. And it's obviously, therefore, them relying on someone else once again. So how long before this new web service gets shut down or gets pressured, right? These are all questions that I think need to be addressed, need to be asked. And so if you are on Parler, right, I am on Parler. I am technically there. I'm trying to post things, share things, etc. I do love the integrated GIF features, things like that, but I didn't. I really have any luck with those today. Apparently, all the posts that have been deleted are going to be coming back as the days go on. But I'm going to be honest. I'm happy with mine's. 
I'm happy even with Gab, right? I feel like Minds is a good place to talk about a lot of different things. You can do more long-form conversations. It's a really cool community over there. Where Gab, I feel like, is more for for politics, some religion stuff, but it's so versatile, right? I think Gab just has so much versatility because there's a place that you can collect news. There's a place that you can go to different groups hosting different content. And I just think that there's a lot of potential with Gab. Also, the fact that Gab is more of a Christian-focused company as well. Right, banning a lot of inappropriate things. I, I I can appreciate that. I can find a lot of appreciation. There's also seems to be a very strong Christian uh, culture there. There seems to be a strong Catholic community over on Gab as well, and I, I like that. I like that sense of community, and I'm actually really looking forward to diving further into it. But Parlor, as I said, I think Parlor could have been something really special. I don't know if it's going to be able to come back though, because it already lost so many people. It's having issues now getting back to where it was right? Staying stable, which obviously could get better, but how much of a negative impact did the shutdown of it for no reason whatsoever have on the company? I think it's a question that needs to be asked. Anyway, uh, that is the talk on Parlor. So let's jump back into those comments on YouTube. Forever Sci-Fi at 706 said, I've got like two and a half feet of snow from the last two or three storms here north of Chicago, and it won't be melting until March, maybe. Where's spring? Damn, forever sci-fi. Yeah. Yeah, for the people, especially in the north, where it's just been freezing, and there hasn't been any chance, really, for any of the things there to to melt. It's gotta be crazy. Fat Elvis, what's going on? Welcome to the channel. Esh Singh, what's going on? Esh, how's it going? Your Muslim uncle says, I checked out Odyssey first before coming here. Boom, yeah, Odyssey's great. Uh, I cannot wait for Odyssey to have live streaming. I know they're working on it. So Odyssey is working on uh, a, a live streaming platform. Now, the question to me, for me at least, is going to be, will it be able to integrate with something like Restream? Because that's what I use to stream to both DLive, YouTube, and to um, Periscope simultaneously. So if it can have that feature, I'll be really excited. If not, I'll have to f- try and find a way to get the streams also to Odyssey as well, because I really do want to support that platform. I like it a lot. Uh, Jeremy Swiggs at 707 says, how's the family? So you're having adventures on Odyssey. P.S. You complete me. Well, thank you, Jeremy Swiggs. Yes, I'm having adventures on Odyssey. I see what you did with that. And the family's great. Baby Thor, of course, got his um, bath before the stream. Bruce says, did you get the packages from the post office yet? Yes, I did. Were you not here uh, during my la- I, I on, on one of my last videos? I I shared all of the movies that I was sent. So if you've been watching all my videos, you would have seen that there was one where I shouted out all of the videos and movies that I had gotten. So, hmm, where have you been, Bruce? Is the real question. <laughs> but yes, I did, and thank you very much for all the movies. Appreciate it. Uh, Nathan Slay says, Ferris Bueller's Day Off is better than Breakfast Club, in my opinion. Ferris Bueller's Day Off is John Hughes' masterpiece. Many people would say that, though I know a lot of people that probably would argue the other. I think there's an argument made for both sides. Uh, Titan in the chat, what's going on, Titan? Glad to have you here. Greta Zenner says, yeah, there's Yardy Gras, where people have decorated their houses. It's literally 30 degrees here, and I never do anything for Mardi Gras anyway, so it's been a chill day for me. Hey, chill days are always great. Chill days are sometimes the best days. Uh, Jeremy Swig says, yeah, I grew up in Fort Lauderdale, and my dad would take us camping in Akala during spring break weekend. Nice. Camping was always fun. Something that I, I can't wait to do with, with my son. 
Farnite013, no anchovies on the cheese pizza. Ew, why would I put anchovies on it? No, y'all, you see, y'all, y'all go too exotic. Y'all go too exotic. Y'all, y'all wanna y'all wanna put pineapple on pizza, y'all wanna put anchovies on No, no. Pepperoni and cheese. Right? Pepperoni cheese, maybe some sausage, maybe some meat lovers, but like all the extra stuff, it's like, no, get it, get it out of here. Patui, I spit at you. I spit at you. We got 70B in the chat. What's going on? 70B says, hey, it's freezing in Texas. Send warm thoughts. Absolutely will. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty cold here, too, but y'all are dealing with a much bigger issue with the power outages and everything. Uh, and I hope, uh, I, I've seen that the governor of Texas has, has spoken up about trying to deal with the um, the system there. I, I'm trying to think of the word for it, but the grid, the power grid, and all of the issues stemming from the fact that you have windmills there that are not spinning because they're frozen and how that's having a major impact on the amount of power being able to be distributed. I'm hoping Texas can somehow lead the way, and Texas tends to, in nuclear power. You all know, I've talked about this on the channel before, I love nuclear power. I think there's so much potential in it, especially if they're able to figure out fusion power. Literally, think about unlimited supply of power, reusable, right? No nuclear waste like you have with fission, and it's just so badass. I I think that that would be awesome. So Texas, get on it. Stephanie B, get on that. I want you in the lab working on this stuff, making it work. <laughs> you need to save Texas so that you can save America. Uh, Balin Hava says, the new Justice League trailer was a complete nightmare. I agree, Balin, and I feel like no one's saying it. All right, I need to be honest. The new Justice League trailer was not good. I- I'm sorry. If-, if you're looking at it from a, oh, it's all the things that Zack Snyder promised us perspective, okay. If he's delivering all the characters and all of the like the shots, right, that 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 he promised you and the things that you wanted to see, okay. But I, I'm sorry, you cannot say that that was good CGI. Period. You cannot say it. It is factually inaccurate to say that that trailer and therefore by extension that movie will have good CGI. It was a nightmare. There was so much going on on the screen, so much digital noise. I almost got a headache from it. That's how bad it was. It was such a hot mess of visuals. And, and when he came out and he said, I'm also working on trying to do a, 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 you know, a faithful adaptation of the King Arthur story, I'm like, no, stay away from it. Because until he can say, I'm done with CGI, I don't want to see anything from him anymore. I, I've said this before. His stuff doesn't age well because he uses terrible CGI that might look good, or might be okay or passable for the time period, but as the years go on, it doesn't age well because guess what? When you use computer technology, especially when you're trying to portray live-action stuff, that technology gets better over time. And so therefore, it's always going to look not as good as time goes on. Versus if you use more practical effects in mixture with the CGI, it can age much better. It can do much better. The reason why, you know, for example, a movie like Elf, The reason why Elf is so timeless and has aged so well is because they made the decision early on to use almost all practical effects, right? Remember when they they had all of the different sizes of the different characters, right? They did that by using forced perspective, using a practical method. Had they used some random CGI stuff, it would not have looked good. Another great example that I use of it not looking good would be The Hobbit, right? The Hobbit used so much CGI that it was aged by the time the movie was over. So yeah, I'm right there with you, Bond the Hobbit. I don't understand why people are going crazy over this trailer because, again, if your mindset is, but we saw this character and this character and they did that, I say, yes, that's all emotion. And hey, if you have great emotions, if you're loving this, if you're happy, hey, more power to you. But you cannot tell me that it was an objectively good trailer based on visuals. 
It was not. <laughs> it was so bad. Oh, man. James Dashe, thank you for the $2. Super chat says, have you seen the movie Willow from 1988? I have, but I need to watch it again because there was something going on that stream where I was just not in a good mood and I just wasn't able to pay attention. I think it was like there was an issue going on with the stream and I was getting distracted. So I don't even really remember the film all that much. So I have seen it, but I need to see it again. So, and I'm sure I just uh, triggered, a lot, triggered a lot of people. So <laughs> all, the, all the Zack Snyder fanboys are going to be like, no, how dare you? You can't say anything negative about Zack Snyder. I can and I will. <laughs> I've never been ashamed of that. Uh, Eric K, thank you for the $5 donation. And thank you for using Streamlabs, man. I appreciate it. He says, keep up the great work, Odin, father of Thor. Odinson will thank you, Eric K. I appreciate the love. All right, let me catch up with my D-Live fam. Uh, Camden High says, can still have pineapple on that pizza on FNT? Yes, but I'm not going to because it's disgusting. Let's see. Trooper FN2525, Welcome. Uh, Parliament 55, welcome. Camden High says, you can have some of my snow. All of it, really. Got about a foot so far. Supposed to have more overnight. I will gladly take it. Uh, Camden High, thank you very much for the five ice cream donation. I appreciate it. Will Gentry, what's going on, man? Uh, someone made a comment about Parlor. So, Trooper FN says, uh, Parlor is Mercer money. I'd stay away from that uh, till the dust settles. Yeah, I don't really know much about Mercer, but I've I've heard of I've heard that name before. So, all right, got some new followers over there as well, uh, but no tags. So thank you, DLAF fam, for your love and support. All right, back over to the YouTube fam at seven nineteen. Pat S, who's a member, says, as and Gary admitted they are pro pineapple on pizza. Do you think that they would like the uh, like the reverse? Like a nice roast beef upside down cake or some Vienna sausage sherbet. <laughs> well, let's just be honest here. They they are uh, they are heretics for saying that they like pineapple on pizza, and uh, that's why I will never share my pizza with them, never ever, because they would destroy it, they would ruin it, and I will not allow it. Uh, Laura puts in Duck Fizney hashtag Duck Fizney absolutely. Pat S says, "Don't give Disney your money." Damn right. FC 2014, I'm done supporting Disney. No comics, no Marvel, no Star Wars. Yeah. Now, I will say this much. It's very hard to completely cut Disney out of your life because they own so many things. Um, but yeah, you can do a you can do a, a fairly decent amount. Orange Eye Review says, Worse, I've seen trees that have a three-foot diameter encased in three inches of ice. I have seen snow fall in feet, not inches. I have seen power poles snapped like toothpicks. I have seen far worse. <laughs> I just like it. It's like, oh, worse, eh? Let me tell you my life story. I've seen power poles snapped like toothpicks. I love it, man. <laughs> Nathan Slay uh, says, there's a sketchy website that I've been using to watch WandaVision without Dizzy Plus. I don't need that dumb streaming service. Disney sucks. Damn right. Allegedly, you've been using this site. I will, I will save you there. Allegedly. Allegedly. Brian Barr says, so in Florida, they don't know what snow is, pretty much. Yeah, uh, one of my polls today, uh, obviously that last option included any state or country where it never snows, um, but I, I, I appreciate that one. Uh, Thirsty's Warrior says, I found out the problem with Parler. My apps are on Apple devices. The app on those is kaput. I have to go to the website. Well, Thirsty's Warrior, here's the thing. If you didn't delete the Parler app, it will still work. 
Um, if you're having issues, so if you fall into that category and you're still having issues, then in all likelihood what's going on is that the servers are having issues or you need to sign in again. Because I did have some issues earlier on, but my my iOS app does quote-unquote work. Again, when the servers are actually working and doing their job, it does pull up stuff, right? So here, here is the app right here, uh, again, on the iOS. So if you didn't delete the app, it still works. Though I will say everything's better on Android when it comes to apps. Um, for instance, there's this weird web app for Gab, and it's so bizarre, but it works. So I like it. Uh, let's see. Laura says, like many others, I didn't like Parler's app. Maybe it will get better. Yeah, again, maybe. And maybe they'll add more functionality, but obviously they've got to fix the connection issues first. And that's why, for me, it's like, Mines does everything I need it to. Uh, Gab does everything else that, that it doesn't do. So I feel like I can I can be just fine with those two. Uh, Thursday the Warrior says, I found out the problem. Okay, got that already. Got that already. I, I skipped that one. Uh, Kara Tharp, what's going on? Is member. Uh, she says, I live in Minnesota and I don't like snow. Oh... Send that down my way, please. Uh, Kermit the uh, Frog here. Oh, uh, yeah, it's Kermit the Frog. Says, today is my birthday. I had sushi for lunch. It was yummy. Well, happy birthday, Kermit the uh, Frog here. As Soul the Frozen Assassin. What's going on, Soul Assassin? I like that you added the <laughs> the Frozen. That's great. Uh, Andrew Hoyle says, I don't have anything on Parlor yet. Just a loading screen. Yeah. Uh, so as I said, I know they're having some issues there, but that's why as I said I prefer Minds, uh, Gab, and then of course for video platforms, Odyssey. Minds is also a media. That's the, the reason why I love Minds so much is because it's both a video hosting platform and a social media site. I, I, I like that there's that connection there. It still has a ways to go, but it's working on a lot of features, which I'm very excited to to dive further into. Uh, Dion, what's going on? Dion says, Parlor with for me so far is fine. I can still do more mines, like mines better for now, by the way. Hi, Odin. Cheers. Thank you, Dion. Yeah, I, as I said, I much prefer mines. A lot more functionality. It's a lot cleaner. It works a lot better. Also, some of the limitations that they had to put on the iOS app, they've been able to reinstate so you can read comments and respond to comments again. Um, there's like only a couple things that you can't do on the iOS app, uh, from what I can remember. But yeah, those just started working again, so... <laughs> I very much appreciated it. All right. Let us see. JKDBuck76, what's going on? It says, good evening, all. Pooler is slower than the molasses in January on Pluto, the planet, not the cartoon dog. Oh, you mean parlor. It is, yeah, it is very slow. Um, Balan Nahabit says, your thoughts on Martin Scorsese who said, we can't depend on the movie business to take care of cinema. Hashtag sad. It's a fact. I, I think he's speaking truth. I wish that he was a lot more supportive of some alt tech stuff. I, I, I wish that he was a little bit more critical of big tech, big Hollywood, big government, um, because I think that he's only he's only going so far. He's like, ah, oh, yes, the movie business, see, they won't take care of anything. Okay, that's great, Martin. That, that's great, Marty. But you, you need to go a little step further, right? You have power, you have money, you have influence, use it. Because I do agree with him, right? That's why I like Scorsese. I like people like Nolan who understand that these major studios are a big problem. Because they obviously suck. The Opposition HQ, thank you for the $1 donation via Streamlabs. Thank you for donating via Streamlabs. Says, what is the worst pizza you've ever had? Mine was tuna and spaghetti bologna. What? Or bolognese? Is that what you said? That is yuck. That is absolutely yuck. You see, here's the thing. I don't choose bad pizzas. (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't, I don't really, if you couldn't tell, I have a very singular mind with a lot of my food items and food choices, so I don't tend to try things. So I can't think of a bad pizza that I've had. I can think of my least favorite pizza, which to be honest is, is actually Papa John's. Uh, Papa John's, the only good thing about Papa John's is that they would give you the free garlic sauce, which was delicious, but it, uh, the pizza itself was never good. Uh, James, thank you for another dollar donation via Streamlabs, says, I know you don't like Disney, but do you have a favorite classic Disney animated film? For me, I love The Sword in the Stone. That is a great classic. Um, you could also go with the Robin Hood animation as well. Uh, there's a ton of uh, older school animations. No, old school Disney has a lot of good stuff. Let's see. Uh, Thursday Warrior over on YouTube says Parler got royally screwed in their lawsuit by an incredibly corrupt geri- geriatric judge in Washington State. Really? Yeah, I didn't really follow the lawsuit as much. Hardwick says, how much would you be willing to pay to attend a Gina Carano, David Kibblesmith cage match in person? Um, Actually, I tend not to like cage matches in general, so probably wouldn't pay for it. Uh, JKD Buck says, Mines is great. Gab, if Andrew Torba gets suicided, what then? I hope it does well. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. I don't think Andrew Torba is the only person that has access to the servers, though. I think that he obviously has, like, key control. Like, he obviously has, you know, primary control of everything. But I I think there are other people working. So I think if for any reason he disappears, that they would be able to continue on in the platform. At least from my knowledge of it. There's way too many moving parts for it to just to be one person, is what I mean by that. Uh, Blaise St. Clair says, Parlor always makes me think of Pizza Parlor. I think that's why Odin liked it. Ah, you figured me out, eh? Matthew Highland says, Since we won't most likely get any more Snyder Superman with Cavill, I want Henry Cavill as King Arthur and Ray Fiennes as Merlin. And again, casting-wise, I'm fine with that. I just I don't trust Snyder. Because he'll put a bunch of really crappy CGI that will look terrible from day one. And he's never... Here's the thing. His visuals suck. I'm just going to be honest here. His visuals as far as CGI go suck. And he honestly, is I don't think, is a very talented writer. I think Zack Snyder should be a producer. He should be the guy behind the scenes, having influence, right? Creating the world, kind of like a George Lucas, right? He should be the one creating the, the world, right? Creating all of these things, but he should let someone else direct. Sorry, I just wanted to tighten that. He should let someone else direct. He should let someone else do the writing. I think that would be the best position for him to be in. But no, I mean, yeah, casting sounds great. I'm sorry, I don't trust him as a director or as a writer. Just going to be honest. Just based on his previous work. Uh, Father says, okay, got that. He's talking to someone else. Uh, Super says, hey, what is up, my dude? Sorry I'm late. I'm occasionally busy Tuesdays. No problem, Super. Glad you're here. Uh, Bruce says, sorry, I must have missed that video. Do you recall which video? I'll watch it. Um, it uh, it's got to be a couple videos ago. I honestly don't remember off the top of my head. It was within the last week, though. Uh, Pat S says, when we're on the Geeks and Gamers app, Ryan K. Flexen will be my profile picture. Boom! Yes! Yes! That's exactly how you do it. Uh, your Muslim uncle, thank you very much for the $5 super chat. Uh, he says, to support you during your holy season. Well, thank you, your Muslim uncle. Thank you very much, man. I really do appreciate that. And uh, you're awesome, man. Thank you. Thank you for the love. Always being very supportive. 
Let's see. Hardwick says, Gina Carano's movie is being produced by Dallas Sonye, who produced Bone Tomahawk, starring Kurt Russell and Dragged Across Concrete and Brawl and Cell 99, both of which feature Mel Gibson. Yeah, it definitely seems to show a trend that it's a guy who likes to work with outsiders, right? Kurt Russell is uh, has publicly stated that he's a libertarian. Obviously, we know Mel Gibson is a little bit more of a conservative-minded person. So, yeah, seems to make a lot of sense that he would be working, that Dal Sonye, of course, would be working with the Daily Wire, first and foremost. But, yeah, I haven't seen Bone Tomahawk, but I've heard great things about it. Um, I've also never seen Dragged Across Concrete, or I have heard of at least Brawl and Cell Block 99, but I've also not seen those either. But I've heard, I've heard good things. Orange Chat Review says, Mushrooms! Nah, man, nah. Don't ruin my pizza. Uh, JKDBuck76 says, Odin, you live in bear country. Be careful when camping. I will. Thank you, thank you. Haven't been camping up here yet. Pat S says, Odin, you, would you do family gras, or as we in New Orleans, or we in Orleans Paris call it, fat family? <laughs> so yeah, I mean, because I, I lived in the Metairie area, so family gras was, um, you know, kind of a big thing over there. And Pat S, I, when I heard about the whole house Mardi Gras stuff, I thought that some of the crews moved to Jefferson. I thought Jefferson still had parades, or did that eventually get canceled? Can I, I'm, obviously, I'm kind of out in the loop on that. Um, but yeah, Family Gras was something that I was always aware of. But as I got older, I was I was just over all of it. I honestly was over all of it. it to me, it just seemed like such a waste of, of money. It just again, it wasn't it wasn't a big thing. It wasn't it wasn't it wasn't something that I found compelling and not really worth my time. I, I honestly was just much happier to get out and to have fun elsewhere. Thursday Warrior says, I've never been to New Orleans for Mardi Gras just for the triumphant return of the Grateful Dead in 1980 at the Sanger Theater. Wow, nice. Yeah, I mean, I always say it's a fun place to visit. It's a terrible place to live. That's always been just my own personal mindset uh, when it comes to New Orleans. It's just, that's just, oh, it's just what I think. Um, there are a lot of great things there, though. Uh, I, I, I've said this before. There's a great church down there, St. Patrick's, that I miss terribly. Seriously, especially during this pandemic, it has been terrible not having St. Patrick's. Because when I was watching those early streams when St. Patrick's was doing them, you know, they were supposed to be, right, the, the mandate across the entire nation was, oh, yeah, you can't, you can't have public masses. You can't have anyone present. And that church did everything they could to make sure that people had access to the Eucharist. And I thought that was so powerful to watch. And the bishop down there seems to be very solid. Um, and I, I wish all of us could have a bishop as great as the one down there. Um, but it, it's just one of those things where I, I wish that we had had that. Because I've already been told, we just got a message earlier today. My parish, once again, is not going to allow public to go to Easter Vigil Mass. And it's because they obviously have a lot of people apparently entering into the church, which is a great thing. It's a beautiful thing, but because of spacing restrictions and because they have to have so they can only have so much, so much capacity in there, they're telling people uh, if you are not a part of the group coming in to be baptized and confirmed and their family and friends that you can't go. So this will be the second year in a row, the second year in a row that I've not been allowed to uh, to go to the Easter Vigil Mass. So I'm going to do, since I found that out today, I'm obviously going to look to try and see if there's a church nearby that I can go to for the Easter Vigil because obviously I would love to be able to go to a traditional Latin Mass, Easter Vigil Mass, but it's so difficult sometimes to find that. So 
yeah. Anyway, that's just my that's my that's my spiel on that. All right. Anyway, uh, Riff Magos, thank you very much for the five dollars super chat. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Says, "Hail Odin." I've always found CGI to be lazy filmmaking. The Phantom Phantom Menace. Anyone? Yes, yeah, seriously. The Phantom Menace, Star Wars Episode One, is a great example. Imagine if George Lucas had taken from previous years and had used practical effects for a lot of those characters. Those mo- th- those movies would still be timeless. Remember, we can go back to the 1970s. We can go back and watch live action Yoda. Still looks great. Still holds up. You go back to the prequels, Yoda already looks terrible. Didn't take didn't take th- that many years for that to just not age well. So yeah, you're absolutely right, Magos. You're absolutely right. I think it's it's lazy uh, storytelling. It's lazy filmmaking. And it's something where because there's always going to be this disconnect from reality and the image that they put on screen, it's just it's just not going to work. But thank you. All right. Baptist702, what's going on? Thank you for the $5 super chat. Says, been a while, Father Odin. Uh, Gina is one of the biggest examples of how we must work against cancel culture with good creative culture. Absolutely, Baptist. Absolutely. That's why I'm so very happy to see that she... Uh, refused to be canceled, right? I think she gave us a great message. She gave us an c- incredible message to say you can only be canceled if you let them cancel you. And notice how it took less than a day for her to say, oh, oh, you're going to take me out of this? Okay, well then guess what? I'm going to sign up with this pretty big company. And a lot of people are trying to say, yeah, but it's not Disney. Keep in mind, the Daily Wire is a gigantic media organization, right? It's not just a small fry. Right? It's a multi-million dollar organization, so it's definitely not small. It's not as big as the multi-billion dollar Disney, I'll give you that much, but it's still it's still pretty big. And she said, no, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to fulfill my dream, and I'm going to make my own movie, working with them. I think that's awesome. And she's going to have so much more creative freedom, she's going to have so much more input than she ever would have had with any other production company. And I think that it's going to show on screen, and I think that it's going to make a lot of her fans and a lot of fans of this alt-tech, alt-revolution in general uh, very happy. So, yeah, I agree. Uh, Eric K., thank you for the $5 donation. He says, thank you also for donating again via Streamlabs. Says, try bacon American kind and mushroom pizza. The combo of crispy bacon and mushrooms to absorb any oil is the best ever. I'm just not not a mushroom guy. It's the texture of the mushrooms that just make me gag. I just, it's just not my thing. It's just not my thing, man. <laughs> uh, and we got another super chat from Not Another Dime. Thank you for that. Wow, dude. $25 super chat from Not Another Dime. Thank you, thank you, thank you, man. I really do appreciate that. It says, continue to do what you do. Thank you, Not Another Dime. I really do appreciate it, man. You rock. Thank you. And we also have a, another member on the channel, Eric uh, Jewett. Thank you very much for becoming a member at the Citizen of Asgardian level. Thank you, Eric. All right, back over to YouTube. Let's see where we are. Balan Hobbit says, I had a good time watching Monster Hunter 2020. Yeah, I have not yet seen Monster Hunter. I heard some good things. I heard some bad things. Uh, some of the bad things, though, were silly. Like saying, ooh, they said a really bad, inappropriate joke. And then I looked at the joke, and I'm like, that's not that bad. <laughs> In fact, I don't even think it was, I don't think it was even meant to be offensive. But people get offended by everything these days, as we all know. Yivo says, I don't know how people think a recut of Justice League will fix the DCU. It's not. 
It's not. And that's why if you're going into this recut thinking, I just want to see the actors and the characters the way that they were meant to be seen, and you want to support Zack Snyder and the journey that he's gone through, okay, I can respect that. But yeah, if, if you think that it's going to fix everything and that it's going to be an objectively great movie, again, the CGI has already shown the shown its cards, and the CGI is already objectively bad. So, no. It can't. Alright, Super Anime Gamer Super says, This might be a very stupid question, and that's why I'm asking it publicly on the internet. How are the Texas windmills freezing? Well, I'm assuming that when there's not wind, because as we all know, it doesn't always blow breeze, that at some point, as the weather was getting even more uh, cold, that it just froze up. Or actually, to be honest, I imagine that as it was snowing and as the temperature was dropping, the ice and water was essentially all falling onto them and basically just caused the freeze, right? The water and ice combination probably caused the... I imagine what happened was it was very slow, right? It caused it to slow, 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 and eventually it stopped and then all of a sudden became, you know, uh, uh, jammed up, as it were, is my guess. I'm no expert on windmills. Uh, Dimaj and I, what's going on, good sir? Hail to you. Uh, Gannison Elite Troll, what's going on, Gannison? Says, how are you? I'm doing fine, man. It's been too long, it feels. Glad to have you back. Andrew Hall says, watch the Just League trailer before and legitimately didn't have a clue what was going on. Yeah, everything is so fast, and because it's really bad CGI, it's impossible to follow. Again, it, I just, I don't understand it. I don't understand the love and praise. Let's see, uh, Mark63366 says, Watch Mortal on Amazon Prime. To me, Mortal is an origin for Thor, a what-if beginning similar to Joker. That is the best film I've seen since Ford v. Ferrari, a damn near perfect film. Yeah, Mark, I think you had mentioned that on the last stream. Uh, again, tell me a little bit more on that, but I'll, I'll write that down. I'll try and look into it. I'll try and look into it. Uh, Miss Martin Muses, thank you for the dollar. I'm assuming that's a super sticker of a rose. Thank you, Miss Martin Muses. Also, Miss Martin Muses, check out the uh, the Twitter uh, chat, the Chosen of Valhalla Twitter chat, because we're moving the conversation there to Discord, as I am planning on giving Twitter up for Lent, because uh, I already have I already have one too many social media platforms. But also, I, I've noticed that Twitter tends to be one of the things that causes me to have most, I guess increases anger and increases frustration because of obviously the algorithms they have over there. And so I, I kind of want to take a break from that. And so I'll still be available on mines and, and gab and on discord email, of course. Uh, but I'm trying to just cut at least one of them out. And Twitter is the biggest one. So I'm going I'm to cut Twitter out uh, for Lent. So uh, if you want to be a part of the conversations of the chosen, obviously y'all can keep talking over there if y'all want, but the discord is going to be where I send links and, and plan things out. All right, ZK Man says, I'd be behind nuclear or fusion power. Never was completely sold on what they have with the wind and solar. Maybe someday those will be good, but now they cost more than what you get out of it. Well, the K-Man, ZK Man, it comes down to this. You need all of them in some way. The problem is, is that they try and argue that, oh, we can rely on just wind. We can rely on just solar. Or the, the furthest they'll go is we can rely on just wind and solar. But... Obviously, that's not the case. The technology is not there, and there's still question marks as to whether it is actually better for the environment or not because of what's needed to get the materials to make these uh, solar panels, to make these generators, to make all these different things, right? 
is it actually better or not? I think there's still a lot of debate there. But when we talk about, as I said, with nuclear power, right, even just old school fission, where there is nuclear waste, they've been able to develop certain ways of, of handling it. And anything that is left over, as I said, I, mean, I always say, we have Yucca Mountain. Literally, it's an area that's already been excavated, that's already available for nuclear waste. And so even if we just use fission, that would be a good start. But as I said, the future seems to be in fusion because there isn't the same level of nuclear waste after the fact. And from what I can tell, actually, you might even be able to reuse it over and over again, almost an infinite uh, energy supply. And I think that would be able to save the, the Texas situation in the future. Also, it would very much be able to save te uh, the, the uh, California situation. And Lord knows, California needs that more than anyone else. Because um, the only reason why Texas is having these issues is because of these crazy storms. California has this stuff all year. All right. Hardwick says, are you aware of the upcoming Grand Solar Minimum? A Grand Solar Minimum is an event in which the sun cools off for a period of time. The winters are going to get cooler and colder for decades. I actually have not, Hardwick, but that's one area that I've always been so frustrated with. Because anytime you hear about you know, climate change, you only hear about humans and what humans are doing. You almost never hear about, yeah, what about the sun? Because the sun also has an impact, right? I think there's a mixture of both. Because I, obviously I do believe that there is an impact. But I think that if we're just going to ignore what's going on with the sun, we're missing a key part of the equation. So if we try and say, let's do all of these things to stop carbon emissions so that we can stop what we're doing, but then things still get bad because the sun, it's like, okay, well then we just did all that stuff, cost thousands of, you know, thousands of jobs, millions of dollars, right? Wasted tons of stuff for something that would not have, the impact of which would not have ever changed because of what's going on with the sun, right? So, no, I have not actually heard about that, um, Hardwick, but thank you for that information, man. Yeah, again, that's something that needs to be talked about more so than ever before. Uh, Elizabeth Lyons, thank you for the $5 super chat, says, Halen, happy Fat Tuesday to you, friend. Well, thank you very much, and I appreciate the little fish behind it. Uh, happy Shrove Tuesday. Uh, for those who don't know, Shrove Tuesday uh, comes from the world word to shrive which means to hear one's confessions, essentially. Uh, so the concept of Shrove was, let's get in the right mindset for tomorrow. So let's get rid of, you know, essentially get rid of the excess sins, right? So go to confession. It's always a good day. It's been a traditional day to go to confession, for instance. Um, and over time, of course, there's also been other iterations, right? Because it's also called Pancake Day. The reason why it's called Pancake Day is because we're about to enter into Lenten season, which means we're about to enter into a season of fasting and abstinence. And so therefore, because it's fasting, fasting, what people would do is they would say, okay, what are my perishable items? Okay, that's things like eggs and milk. What can I do with a bunch of eggs and milk to try and get rid of them so that they don't go bad? Oh, I can make cakes, right? I can make, uh, you know, obviously this is where we get pancakes, right? So that's why it's called Pancake Day uh, because it's very much based in that trying to get rid of all of these uh, materials that can go bad over the 40-day period because uh, things were a lot stricter back then. Uh, you actually had legit fast versus the oh, one big meal, two small meals. Uh, Nathan Slay says, you know what movie has great CGI? Alita Battle Angel. That movie truly rocks. And I'm happy to saw that. Yeah, I, again, there's some issues with that CGI too, though. I'm going to be honest. There are some issues with that CGI too, but it is a much better use of CG because there is a balance of sorts between the live action and the CG, but also they obviously took a lot of time and attention and detail to try and craft the CGI to look as best as it possibly could. But it's also not perfect. 
All right. Chat has jumped on me like it always does. And again, I apologize for anyone uh, whose comments were skipped during that time. Again, I cannot control that because YouTube sucks. YouTube sucks. Uh, let me jump over to my DLAF fam, though. Hail to the DLAF fam. Well, Gentry says, How dare you speak ill of the Lord and Savior, Zack Snyder? On another note, I checked into the mental asylum. I check into the mental asylum tomorrow. To be clear, Zack Snyder's films suck. Wait, is that true, Will? Are you okay? I hope everything's all right, man. That was just a bit random. Hope you're okay. I need context. Uh, what Gentry says, You refuse to have pineapple on pizza. You always choose bad pizza. No, no. No, no, I always choose great pizza. Right, pepperoni's fantastic. One fish, two fish. Thank you for the diamond donation. <laughs> and they say, have you seen Medea's family reunion? Great film. No, I've, I've actually not seen any of the Medea films. Uh, as, as, the, as the wonderful, beautiful, amazing Brie Larson has said, it wasn't made for me. Uh, Will Gentry says, I think, to be fair... Snyder CGI is amazing when it's a still shot, but when it's an action shot, it gets messy and blurry. And Will, I, I, I think that that is fair. Now, I would still argue about whether even the still shot is the best it could be based on the technology and, and the colors and the design of what they're going for. Because when you go with things that look completely outside of the real world, I feel like there's always, even in a still image, going to be that disconnect. But I, I think that is fair. Right, you see the still image of a character, and you say, "Okay, that kind of looks pretty cool," but then, yeah, once it starts moving, the motion blur is awful, and that's a major part of CG as well, though. Uh, Will says that's the thing. To Snyder fans, it doesn't need saving; it just needs doing. They love Man of Steel and Batman v Superman, and they just want more of it. Yeah, and I'm sorry, but Batman v Superman, Ugh. Will Gentry. Uh, that's why those who love it are giddy with excitement, while those who didn't care for it are just shrugging their shoulders. As I, I said this to someone on Twitter, uh, not on Twitter, on uh, on the comments section in uh, one of my videos where I talked about it. Or no, no, no. It was, it was uh, the poll. I put a poll up about what people thought about the trailer. And someone went off a, a little bit about me. And I was like, dude, you need to take off the rose into glasses. Because I think that's what it comes down to. There's some of us here who are looking from the outside. And what we see is, what is going on? What is this? And then you have other people who have these rose and glasses on, right? Because they're a huge fan of Snyder. They're a huge fan of his work. They love the story behind it, right? And I think that that's had a major impact on how they're viewing this. Because as long as they hear it's from Snyder, as long as they hear it's coming from him directly, they will like it no matter what. There are some people, not all people, but there are some people who will like it no matter what because it has Snyder's name on it and because they know it's coming from him. And I think that's dangerous, personally. It's, it's dangerous to go in blind and, and to have those kind of blinders on in general. Uh, let's see. Will Gentry says, uh, Is Pancake Day even a thing in America? Besides yourself, I don't think I've heard an American mention it. Yeah, um, it's something that ha it's referenced in certain communities. Right? I think different groups of immigrants as they've come into the uh, country over time have all brought different traditions. And I think a lot of them brought Pancake Day, which is why it's still relevant in certain communities more so than others. That's why you hear things, right? Fat Tuesday, you'll hear about Mardi Gras, Carnival, uh, Pancake Day, Shrove Tuesday. All of these really come and stem from different things. So, But they're all, of course, talking about the same day. Uh, well, Gentry says, that was a joke about people who worship Zack Snyder. Ah, yes, 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 yes. Thank you for that. I just want to make sure because I was like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> 
Uh, all right, back over to the YouTube chat. Hail to everyone out there. Uh, we've been talking about uh, Parlor, of course. We're talking about Gina Carano as well. So um, we are, let's see, 20 minutes away from the end of the stream. So we still got some time to talk to some peeps. Uh, Nathan Slay, Tanya says, who can play crazy better, Jack Nicholson or real-life Jim Carrey? Who can play it better? Nicholson. Carrey's just real-life crazy. So. <laughs> uh, love you. I love you. Thank you for being here. Matthew Highland Tanya says, I completely agree with you uh, with that about Snyder. Yeah. And it, sometimes it feels like we're in the min- minority. Because uh, obviously the, the Phantom Menace is a very broad coalition of different fandoms. But I feel like when it comes to Snyder films, I, I feel like I'm just sometimes alone. It's just like, there's just a few of us. There's just a few of us out there who, who it's like, almost like, can no one see what's really going on? It reminds me a bit of a, <laughs> of an incredible film called They Live. That's what it feels like. It feels like I have the sunglasses on and I can see what's really going on, but no one else can. It's like, are you nuts? Can you not see what's really going on here? Oh, man. Uh, Jeremy Swig says, I kind of agree with you on Snyder. I didn't really care about his cut, except that the fans got a win. How would you feel about a Justice League Scorsese cut? Well, I mean, obviously that wouldn't happen. But no, I agree. Like, I am supportive of it as it being a win for the fans, right? I am supportive of that. But that doesn't mean it's going to be a good movie. That does not mean that the trailer was good. That does not mean that these things are, are, are good effects, right? Two things can be true at once. It can be a good win for the fans because the fans are getting something that they wanted or that they thought they wanted. But it also can look not that great. I think that both can be true. Uh, M. Tax Shark, thank you for being a member on the channel. Says, hail all, and for most of you, welcome to the weather I have all winter. Damn. Yeah. Snorta Poopus. <laughs> welcome to the channel. Invasion, welcome to the channel as well. Uh, Greta Zena says, there were no parades to my knowledge. Oh, damn. Wow. Uh, Zach Richmond, what's up, says, you live in Metairie, that's my hometown. Yeah, man, born and raised, bro. Pat S says, everything was shut down, uh, bud. Uh, everything was shut down, all parishes. Wow. Because I remember early on, there was the thought of the New Orleans crews moving to Metairie because Metairie was supposed to be continuing on. Like, at least Jefferson was supposed to be continuing on. But even they shut down. That's ridiculous. And this is coming from someone who hates Mardi Gras. Uh, this is coming from someone that, that's about as anti-Mardi Gras as you can get. Even I'm going to come to your defense. Even I'm going to come to your defense. And I'll be like, no, it, that's stupid. That's so stupid. These lockdowns and these shutting downs of things that people use to have fun and to escape. I mean, let's be honest here. There aren't a whole lot of things to keep people happy in New Orleans, right? You might say, okay, when the, when the Saints have a good season and the food and the music. But let's be honest, right? Mardi Gras is an escape for a lot of people. You've now had a bunch of people on lockdown dealing with these masks and all these other things, and you take away one of the things that's the biggest escape for the year. And again, it's that part that to me is downright criminal. That I, 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 either they do realize the impact this is going to have on the mental health of people in that, st- in that area, or they don't. Either they're stupid and ignorant, or they're malicious. Uh, MTAXR says, good take, OMB reviews. Some cool stuff in New Orleans, but could not live there. Exactly, right? The food's great. Uh, there's a lot of great music, too. I totally buy into that and think that's true. But everything, there's, I mean, the crime rate alone. I mean, and, and Pat S can maybe tell me if this has changed, but New Orleans is the 
arguably is the murder capital of the world. And the reason why it's not officially is because, and again, this could have changed, but to my knowledge, what they would do is basically if someone didn't die at the scene, they didn't count it in the same way as when they found someone dead at the scene, which means that the numbers are going to be skewed. So even though the same thing is happening, but the death happened at a later time, it means that the numbers are not going to be the same, which means that the numbers are therefore going to be um, deflated, as it were. Yeah. Oh, and the corruption, too. I mean, there's 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 so many more important things that tick me off, you know, because food's great, you know, culture's great. But if you have a corrupt society and you have massive crime rates and you have a terrible education system like those are the most, especially now as a father, it's like those are the most important things. And New Orleans does not have it. At least to any wide degree. Jeremy Swig says, I've never been to Louisiana Mardi Gras, but I also never been to Boston in the fall. Ah, thank you. <laughs> nice. Ah, uh, thank you. Oh, Lord. <laughs> uh, let's see. Father says, no Easter Vigil Mass. What the? Oh, yeah, that's coming from... Yeah. So they're still having it. And we were told, you can watch the live stream. But yeah, because apparently... Then, again, unless these numbers are taking up the entire church, there's no reason for them to not say, yeah, first come, first serve, and any excess overflow goes into... Because we already have this policy that goes into the, the parish hall. And watch the stream there, because at least they can still be physically there at the church and can go to receive the Eucharist as well. But yeah, they're taking the holiest day of the church's year, just like last year, and they're taking it away. Uh, Rosie G12 says, why not change parishes? Well, it's because (laughs) this is the best parish. This is the best parish. They're the only parish that offers the Latin Mass. They're the only parish that offers the Latin Mass, that offers the traditional sacraments. Um, And... That, that means I'm stuck. So again, I, I could still, I could go to an Easter Vigil Mass. I haven't looked into it, but I'm assuming there's a Mass I can go to. But it's going to be Norvis Ordo to the T. And that just takes me out of it. Because obviously the sacrifice does not change, right? The sacrifice of the Mass is true and is valid in all these places. But yeah, it, it's, it's awful. So I, I'm hoping that there's a parish maybe in another state I don't know how close I am to another diocese because that would be best of all because this diocese has a lot of problems. A lot of problems. And I know that many people who know me know 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 the problems of which I speak. Especially Father. I've talked to Father about this a lot. <laughs> uh, Mr. MH says, Have you done much research into the Middle Eastern Catholic sects such as the Maronites and the Melkites? They are very unique. Not as much as I, as I want to because I actually find history, especially Catholic history, fascinating. And, and going into different cultures. Like, there's a lot of things, especially about the Eastern Rite, that I find very compelling. Like, I personally, I'm at the point where I'm almost convinced that the best way to implement the sacraments is the Eastern Rite way, where someone is baptized, confirmed, and given the Eucharist at the same time. Because it just makes sense. It just makes complete sense. Uh, Elizabeth Lyons says, We have several Roman Rite Masses here in Cincinnati. Nice. Yeah, as I said, like there, are, there is going to be plenty of churches and masses near me, but not in the traditional Roman rite. What I mean by that is the the Latin mass, the Tridentine mass, solemn high mass, literally the highest mass that can ever exist on the holiest day of the year. Orange Eye View says, "I wish they had kept the original episode one puppet for Yoda. I'm not a fan of the digital Yoda in episode one. It's not good and it does not hold up." Let's see. 
Uh, Charlie Wolf, who's a member, says, No, nah, I disagree about the prequels. It's not lazy filmmaking. It was groundbreaking for its time. Think of the work that went into rendering the characters on Pentium processors. No, no, no. Again, I understand that. Uh, but it wasn't very forward-thinking. I don't think it was very forward-thinking, to be honest. Uh, Jay-Z Den says, I take your Phantom Menace and raise you... I take your Phantom Menace and raise you one Attack of the Clones and its complete CG sets that look exactly like CG sets. No, no, no. I, I agree. That's why when people ask me, like, because obviously I take the Disney stuff out of it because that's its own category. But if you ask me, like, traditional canon Star Wars, what's my least favorite of them? It's Attack of the Clones. Because not only is the CG bad, but dear Lord, the acting is cringeworthy in that movie and the writing. Oh, the, it's, it's, it's laughably bad, though. So at least, at least it's entertaining. At least it's one of the things where you're like, yes, here it comes, here it comes. I don't like sand. It's coarse and rough and irritating. And it gets everywhere. I mean, seriously, the pickup lines, the lines that Padme falls for are so funny, are so funny. I'm haunted by the kiss that you never should have given me. I'm afraid that kiss might become a scar. (laughs) I love it. Uh, in In the worst way. Uh, let's see. Eric Duet says, I think movies that move to animation, computer generated worlds will be the way pay more to tell the story that spending limited money on one who one big name actor will be. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree because the, the worlds that been, that have been built by complete CG, right? What we've seen from Pixar, especially have been fantastic. And you can tell some pretty incredible stories using that type of animation. I of course prefer the hand-drawn stuff, but that's just me. Uh, we got 93 people still watching. Please smash the like button. I, I very much appreciate it. Uh, again, as it Alita Troll says, gotta go take care of my friend. You have a good one, Alita Troll. Thanks for stopping by, man. Hope things are going well in your part of the world. Howenson Verga says, sorry, I can't participate anymore, but I have some editing work to do. Keep on doing what you do. Oh, well, thank you, Hamilton Berger. I appreciate it, man. Elizabeth Lyons, who's a member, says, fungus is good for you. But I don't want fungus. I don't want to eat fungus. I don't want fungus on my pizza. Get that out of here, man. <laughs> uh, Thursday the Warrior says, Shapiro's business partner, Jeremy Boring, was in the entertainment industry. And he's from Texas. I actually didn't know he was in, a, in the entertainment industry. Hardwick says, Did you know that they offered the Ezra Miller Flash movie to Sam Raimi, but he turned it down? I would have. <laughs> I would have, too. Twirly Wolf says, CGI of the late 90s is matte painting and rear projection of Aliens and Terminator. Interesting. Uh, let's see. Eric Jewett says, you said my last name correctly. Miracles can happen. You're welcome. <laughs> kind of interested to find out what they say instead. Uh, 70B says, alert YouTube is eating comments or deleting them. It's a glitch in the matrix. Let me know if you see... The lady wearing red. Really? Oh, man. I hope, hope everything is okay. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Uh, Orange Review says, Turns out two years ago, I saw Alita. I think I will watch it after the stream. Just for anniversary reasons. Nice, dude. So it's, it's two years from the day? That's cool. It's always cool when we can remember that kind of stuff. Uh, Elizabeth Lyon says, It's cold. <laughs> Damn right. Father says, So regarding the Snyder Cut, is this a totally new movie? Or the same plot, but shot and presented differently. I mean, I saw the Joker in the trailer, but he didn't appear in the Justice League movie. Yeah, so uh, from what I gather, the Snyder Cut fans claim that only about 10% or so, and I think even the cinematographer said this too, about 
of Snyder's vision was actually in the original Justice League film. Which means about 80-90% that was shot was not actually used. But they also had to shoot extra scenes and do some more rendering and bring some more CGI in as well. So it's it's yes and, right? There's going to be some things that will look familiar, but a lot of it and most of it, they claim, is going to be brand new. Now, again, I, I'll believe it when I see it. I don't really want to see it, but I feel like I have to. <laughs> I feel like I have to. Oh, man. Anyway, uh, Harwick says, You might change your mind about mushrooms if you ever eat a good steak marsala. It's one of the most delicious dishes in existence. See, that's the thing. I would rather just have the steak and not ruin it with the mushrooms. Again, get that fungus outside of all of it. <laughs> Eric K says, why is every message telling Tina B 10 times I keep getting an error message as well not going through? Whoa, what? That didn't show up on my end. I don't know what's going on. That's not good. That's not good at all. Uh, Pat S says, LA Rec starts tomorrow. At the opening, I think everyone will get free virtual ashes, but you still have to wear a mask. <sighs> if you've never heard of LA Rec, consider yourself lucky. It's called the Religion Education Conference, or Rec, and it's not a good place. Uh, fun fact, uh, Pat S., I worked for a nonprofit production company uh, out in Los Angeles, and it was a Jesuit organization. And so we went to LA Rec one year. And yeah, when we went to Mass and the rock band was there, I was like, oh no. So I, I didn't even go to the one with, because there was apparently there. I went to the one that was supposed to be like more, not traditional, but was supposed to be like more like mainstream, because there was another one that was more contemporary. And apparently that one's the one that had like the liturgical dance and stuff. But oh no, it's, it's bad. So bad. The fact that it starts on Ash Wednesday. <sighs> All right, JKD Buck 76. Uh, would a recut fix The Last Jedi? No, nothing short of a full retcon and a formal apology from Darth and Kennedy and Ruin Johnson. Even then, I'd for- even then, I'd never forgive them. Yeah. Uh, the closest is Ivan Ortega. Ivan Ortega did a great recut of The Last Jedi, but he's he's working with flawed pieces, so it can only ever be so good. Uh, Trolley Wolf says, even if the wind is blowing, they shut them down. Yeah. Super says, uh, part one. Most importantly, she didn't give in. The people who go after the Daily Wire deal always say she gave up Disney fame and money for what? You really think you'll topple Disney? Okay, that was just part one. Uh, Elizabeth Lyons says, so no fungus, but do you add pineapple to your pizza? Heck no. That's disgusting. Your Muslim uncle says, advocate to Odyssey about your integration program and vice versa for that program in Odyssey. Ooh, oh, okay. So uh, about Restream, yeah. Well, here's the thing. Restream would have to accept them. And something tells me Restream, as it's more of a mainstream platform, probably isn't pro-alt-tech. But I will say this much. The fact that it supports a, a site like DLive makes me think there's a, probably a pretty good chance that it'll get integration. But it has to exist first, right? It's not going to be instant. So Odyssey has to get the live streaming feature going first. And then once that happens, then that's when I would be willing to, I think, reach out to them and say, hey, are you going to be featured on Restream? If not, how can I how can I find it? Uh, Thursday the Warrior says, in regards to turbines freezing, here in the south uh, Southwest, 
we don't get as much snow as freezing rain. The temps are rarely cold enough for pure snow. Freezing rain coats everything. Okay, wow. The Opposition HQ, thank you for the $2 uh, super chat, not the super chat, donation via Streamlabs. Thank you. Says, it's good you're American, as your unfounded hatred of mushrooms would not serve you well in the UK. Also, the Snyder Cut will not be in the UK until May. <laughs> well, I would consider that second part a blessing. Um, <laughs> that's just my take. Um, <laughs> ah, yes, you UK people, you do like to, what, frolic around in the grass and pick up mushrooms? Like they did in, in The Hobbits? Are you all hobbits over there? They're like, oh, mushrooms! I'm kidding. But really, don't y'all? Much love to my UK brothers and sisters. <laughs> Alright, Bruce says, I found it! It was a video I didn't watch the second half of. I'm glad to see you really like getting some of the videos. Enjoy, my friend. Thank you, Bruce. Yeah, I'm glad you found the video, man. Yeah, again, sorry, I wasn't able to pull it up because I was, again, I'm, my mind's already all over the place as is. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much, man, because a couple of those movies I've, I've never seen before. I'm actually really excited to watch, um, oh, what's it called? Cool World. Just because it reminds me so much of Who Framed Roger Rabbit, only it's got Brad Pitt in it. So, uh, M. Tax Shark, thank you for the $3 sister super chat. I'm assuming that's a super sticker. I'll see what it is once it jumps ahead, of course, like it always does. Um, let's see. JKDX76 says, giving up Twitter for Lent. How about forever? It, it could lead to that point, right? It could lead to that point because if the alt tech revolution continues and, and more and more people move over, and really the only thing that would hold me there would be the Friday Night Tights group because that's where we keep our main communications going. Because I think, I think the Chosen would, would do well and would be fine with things like Discord because everyone's, for the most part, already over in the Discord anyway. Um, but yeah, it, I think that it, it's a potential thing because I've been wanting to to lessen my time for sure, but I think just giving up completely for, for at least for Lent. Uh, and again, at least doing the best part that I can, because I might have to jump on there if for any reason, Friday Night Tights crew can't send me the link anywhere else. But as far as like, just not trying, you know, trying not to post there is going to be the big thing. So I'm going to delete the app off my phone. Uh, I'm going to try and, and obviously I'm not going to have it open on any of my tabs either. So the plan is to not use it at all. But here's the thing when it comes to things like Lent and, and the, the things that we give up for Lent, the things that we... Because it's not just about giving things up either, right? It's about doing something that's spiritually beneficial. And I think that because of the amount of anger and hate and frustration that I feel and experience on Twitter, it just would be better for the soul to, to be off of that platform. But remember that when we do those things, right, we have to leave ourselves some grace as well. So that that's my mindset. Uh, let's see. Air Duet says, uh, I gave up Twitter recently... Uh, my BP is down considerably since. Yeah, blood pressure. Absolutely, man. It has such a major impact. Your Muslim uncle says, Excalibur is the definitive for me. Oh, as far as movies go. Uh, Rosie 12 at 759 said, Getting off Twitter is the most wonderful thing for one's blood pressure and sanity. Yeah, seriously. Because they've already done the studies on this. Right? These major tech platforms like Facebook and Twitter, they play with your brain. Because they know that if they feed you information, if they show certain things trending, if they show uh, certain tweets, right, that they can get a reaction out of you. So that's why it's one of the many reasons why I want to get away from it. Uh, Keely Chow, what's going on, Keely? Eric K says, did you ever look up thorium reactors like I told you before? No, I did not. But I'm pretty sure someone, I think it may have been on Tim Pool, they mentioned thorium. 
or there was like some version of salt. Is that what it is, thorium? Uh, or some kind of reactor using that? Sounds badass. So I wrote it down this time. Let's see. Rosie, Rosie G12 says, Winter is coming for real. Yes, seriously. Uh, Super says, Part 2. And it's like, yes. And I would have too. So ho- she hopefully made some good money. About I think this is going back to Gina Carano. Uh, made some good money. And now she can leave with a valuable life lesson and her self-respect intact and good on her fort. Absolutely. That's why I fully support that move there. Elizabeth Lyon says, winter is here in Cincinnati. Yeah, all over the place. Pat S. says, the sun hates us. <laughs> Damn. Uh, Soul the Frozen Assassin. Bill Gates wants to build a mirror to block the sun. Simpsons did it. Oh, man. Wouldn't surprise me. He is a... Uh, I'm going to say it. He's a eugenicist, man. <laughs> For lack of a better expression, uh, he does not want all of humanity to live. And if I don't show up to the next stream, you'll know why. Nathan Slay. Uh, Terminator 2 is a great example of how too much CGI would have ruined the look of the movie. Imagine if they didn't use the practical effects they had used. Oh, absolutely. Because their CGI was good for the time, but it was also, yeah, had they used too much of it, it would not have worked. But because they had a healthy mix, it stands the test of time. That's what we mean here. Forever Sci-Fi says, All of the planets in the solar system have been warming. We're only one of those, as far as most of us know anyway. That's a fair point, too, right? If every other planet's been doing it, and we're the only planet that has people that produce carbon dioxide and massive amounts of money, massive amounts of, uh, you know, quantity, and all the other things going on, Sun probably has a pretty big thing there. Father says, speaking of Shrove and the meaning behind it, I'm sure you're aware of the impact of the Irish had on making confession be private and normal thing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the Irish are the reason why we have private confessions uh, because it was very difficult uh, as rather as they were evangelizing the country, the bishop um, and, and priests could not be you know as available uh, and it was much more of a public thing. And so basically what happened was because of the limited capacity, they were basically having to confess their sins to each other, right? The priest and those evangelizing had to, had to confess their sins to each other because they didn't have a bishop that they could go to or anything like that. And so what they ended up doing was confessing their sins to each other, and eventually they developed a system of penances as well. That's an oversimplification, but yeah. Elizabeth Lyons says, make pancakes! Yeah, I unfortunately uh, can't make pancakes yet, or so far. All right, we are getting close to the end of the stream, so members only. Again, if your comments got skipped, I apologize, but YouTube sucks, as you all know. But we are getting close to the end, uh, so let me head over to DLive real quick and catch up with that. Um, let's see. Trooper FN2525 says, you nailed it. Snyder made one good film and he's been telling the same story ever since. Yeah, I think it's a fair point. Fair point to make, I think. Yeah, Parlor's having a lot of issues right now, that's for sure. There's something called ScrewTube, is that true? I know Father I know Father uh, Frank Pavone, that does sound familiar to me. Alright, DLAF fam, y'all are great. Much love. Alright, members only on YouTube. Elizabeth Lyon says, I thought that was Detroit. <laughs> Father says, I was hoping to visit Nola last month with two priests, but we canceled because of the thing that shall not be named. Yeah, it's so sad. Uh, M. Taxark says, living in a high crime location keeps you alert, though. That's a plus, right? Uh, is it, though? ZK Man says, never was a fan of New Orleans, only went to one football game. Other than the only, other than that, the only time I'd go is when I'd had to go to the airport. Yeah. Again, food's good. Music's fine. Victor Fontaine, what's going on? 
Jeremy Swig says, but no matter... Uh, sorry. Okay, next member is Elizabeth Lyons. I spent half my honeymoon in NOLA. Oh. Father says, the ordinary form is valid as well. Yes, it is, but it's not as good. You know this, Father. Uh, Thursday the Warrior says, I finally started going to a church which was meeting in person since mine hasn't been. Yeah, would really love for that to be an option. Father says, offer it up. Yeah, I, I think that's a valid... Th- Father, that's a valid point, but I'm also going to look around to find one that I think will offer a traditional and respectful mass. Andrew Hoy says, my church is open for ashes tomorrow, but still not for mass. That's crazy. Yeah, the UK is insane right now when it comes to lockdowns. Pat S. says, let's just say this. There are three former NOPD officers on death row. That says a lot about how we handle crime. Yeah. Matthew Highland says, do you know of the George Miller Justice League movie? No, I don't. Uh, Elizabeth Lyons says, my family and I converted when I was 14. I was confirmed and had my first communion on the same day. I had been baptized in my Protestant church. Yeah. So obviously when you convert into the church, right, you receive confirmation and the Eucharist at the same time. Also around the same time you would go to, you would have gone to confession too. So it just makes a lot of sense. I feel like to have them grouped in that way. Your Muslim uncle says, uh, peace to the grateful dead. One of my mom's favorite bands. Nice. Andrew Hoyle says, uh, quote, from Odin, I hate Attack of the Clones. Also Odin, I know every line. I did explain. <laughs> I did explain. Father says, I love fungus on cheese. Blue cheese. Ew, no. Patas says, I, uh, the future only episode, I, the future, only episodes four, five, and six, Revenge of the Sith and Rogue One will be the only Star Wars that will stand the test of time. Ah. Harwick says, have you ever tried a Taco Bell Mexican pizza? No, because I actually don't like lettuce. Carthorp says, it is dragon in the new Disney movie. Really, it doesn't look like a dragon. Dragon in the new Disney movie? I'm kind of confused by that. Uh, Erjuet says, usually they pronounce the W as an N. Why? That's weird. Shark says, uh, but didn't I also hear they didn't do a lot of shooting with the actors? If so, sounds like just more CGI. Yep. That's a fair point. That's why it just doesn't look very good. Andrew Hoyle, the Snyder Cut will be 100% new to me because I didn't watch the other one. Yeah. Something tells me that neither are worth watching. <laughs> Rosie G12 says, mushrooms, you either love them or hate them. No in between, pretty much. Carathar puts the mushrooms and then a throw-up emoji. Yeah, that's how I feel. Harwick says, sometimes people mistake practical effects for CGI. For example, a bunch of people complain about the CGI on Mila Kunis' face on Oswald and Powerful, but there was no CGI on her face. But there was a lot of CGI around her, and that's why it didn't look as good. Uh, Air Jouette says, mushrooms and tiny salted fishes. No, ew, ew. Elizabeth Lyons, I prefer a quiet and solemn mass. Right here, Elizabeth Lyons. Uh, one of my favorite masses is the low mass. I love the Latin low mass. Because it is. It's so quiet. It allows you to really think, to contemplate, to pray, to offer worship as the priests offer sacrifice on our behalf. I think it's a powerful, powerful thing. And it's so sad that they try to get rid of it like they did. M. Shark says, who's the dog? What? Pat S. says, I knew I was troubled my first year of college when on Holy Thursdays, Father wore a bunny costume the first part of Mass. Got to love the SJs, the Jesuits. Wow. Yeah, that's that's scandalous. That's downright scandalous what that is. Forever Sci-Fi, I can't stand mushrooms. My dad grew up in Poland, and he seeds mushrooms in his backyard every year and then collects them to dry them out. 
He has jars full of mushrooms. Can't stand the smell. I had no idea that they could eat that you could even seed mushrooms. That's that's an interesting concept. Forever Sci-Fi says he also likes mushrooms and pineapple on pizza. Oh no. No. M Tag Shark, Twitter is a dumpster fire. Good to give up or reduce. Yeah. ZK Man says, if Chosen moved, I'd have no use for Twitter, to be truthfully honest. Yeah. So, it's a temporary move for now, K-Man, so don't get rid of it completely yet. Um, but it, it could potentially be a, a permanent move for that reason. Because I know a lot of... <laughs> I feel so sorry for Andrew Hoyle because he didn't have a Twitter. I made him get a Twitter, and now I'm having a move. So, it could be a motivation, though, to, to leave it there. Because you can do a lot more on Discord, too. Orange Night Reviews, think this may have been skipped comment. For future giveaways or di- on Discord, I will message you on Minds for, for now on. Yeah, all right, cool, yeah. Absolutely, dude. Yeah, that's another big thing. Yeah, if you are a $5 up member on Patreon or Subscribestar, yeah, make sure you message me on Discord or Minds. I don't think, does Gav have messaging? It might. But Minds or, actually, to be honest, uh, Orange Chat. Go through Discord, and the reason why is because Minds does not have the ability to send photos yet. So if I'm sending you a digital code, for instance, I wouldn't be able to send it there. So I would say let's try and keep everything on the Discord if we can. And obviously I'll take emails too. That works as well. We'll we'll have ways of connecting, but thank you. That's actually a good thing because giveaways are going to be impacted by that as well. Uh, Harbaugh says, Collider is now reporting that Lucasfilm will probably still make Cara Dune the main character of Rangers of the New Republic, but with a new actress playing her. Dude, if they do that, that's going to be a giant slap in the face. And they will be exactly who we thought they were. Jacob76 says, My uncle worked at Fernald outside of Cincinnati. He had a funny Thorium story. Interesting. Stark says, Someone tell Bill Gates that Thanos was not a role model. Harvey then says, I have a feeling that if they do recast Cara Dune like Collider claims, they probably cast Ronda Rousey. Oh, if they do that. Actually, no, there's one actress that actually looks kind of like her. It's the actress from, um, oh, what's it called? Uh, Once Upon a Time, uh, who plays the evil queen. They actually do look a lot alike, but it's it, uh, it'd be terrible if they do it. It'd be terrible if they did it. Uh, Erjuet says, Star Wars Old Republic intro stories are great examples of the potential for great animated stories and series. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the, just a lot of the EU stories are great. All right, Chad has jumped at me once again. So again, I am trying to skip, uh, again, it's members only comments, and I'm trying to get through as many as I possibly can. Um, all right, let's try and do rapid fire. Rosie 12 says, Gates apparently wants to be Thanos. Exactly. Scary stuff. JKDBucks76 says, Middle Tucky. <laughs> JKDBucks says, Detroit, more like the toilet. Harbuck says, The Simpsons predicted so much correctly because Matt Groening uh, gets inside info from the elites about their plans. He's on the flight logs to Epstein's Island. It was seen there by Virginia Roberts. Damn, wow. Imagine if there was a way to find like the direct correlations there. Padass says, Maybe we can all get a group absolution easy peasy. Oh, I've only worked that way, Padass. Uh, not at least with uh, mortal sins. Father Father says, Western Church keeps the sacraments of initiation confirmation with the 12 bishops, apostles. See, actually, the apostles. Oh, no, Father, I understand it. Don't I mean, I teach this stuff, so I understand it. Uh, however, I, I, I just it just makes a lot more sense to me uh, the way the Eastern Church does it. Jeremy Swick says, what Mexican pizza didn't have lettuce? Huh? Uh, but also, the reason why Father, I, I feel that way is because the, the Western Church has, for lack of a better term, bastardized confirmation. Because all the kids think 
It's a graduation ceremony where they take the faith on for themselves. And it's not. (laughs) And so I think that because it's already been so tainted that it would actually be better, in my opinion, to just move it all the way down to baptism, personally. Unless they can fix it, which at this point, because the church is already so broad and has so many, you know, good priests, bad priests, etc. To be honest, I think it would just be better to have the sacraments together. That's just my take. Uh, Tina says, yes, Disney Pixar has a new dragon movie that was made for their masters in, in, in communist uh, China. It's called Girl's Name and Some Ugly Brood Dragon. Oh, okay. I've heard of that one. Yeah. Pat says, Galveston is hippie Houston. <laughs> Harbick says, uh, excuse me. I have a suspicion that part of why they're in such a hurry to pass the Green New Deal is so that when it gets colder from the grand solar minimum, they can claim it was their policies that did. Oh, probably. To be honest, though, they're not going to say anything, solve anything, because they have to. Here's the thing about the Green New Deal. It's a scam. And it's a scam because even if it's implemented, even if we did all of those things, it would not be enough. Because until they can have complete control, they will not be satisfied. Father says, bunny costume. What the? Yeah, Father. I I, I feel that. Uh, Jake D. Buck says, Odin, don't feel so bad. You're saving Nathan Slate from Twitter. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad that he's being saved. <laughs> yeah, dude, hang out on Mines or, or Gab. I, I would recommend Mines most of all. Of course, the Discord server, too, if you want to contact me. Um, <laughs> I'm saving him. Yes. Elizabeth Lyon says, from Middle Tucky, uh, have you seen Hillbilly Elegy? It's It really is that bad. I escaped. Wow. I've seen some of it, and it, it was actually... It was actually too dark. I was uncomfortable watching it. So I, I wasn't able to finish it because I was just like, I don't like this. Because I, I like dark movies too, but I was just like, I don't know. I don't, was uncomfortable. Uh, Jackie Buck says, it's so cold, politicians have their hands in their own pockets. Damn. Father says, Re-conf- uh, regarding confirmation. Yeah, I can see that. And honestly, my thought is they have no clue what's happening. Yeah, exactly. And, and so I, I talked to so many of my students, right? So many of them, you know, being teenagers. And I asked them, what do you think confirmation is? What is it? And so many of them think it's a graduation. And so that's why, what is, the, what is the number one issue that a kid brings up about confirmation? I just feel like I'm being forced to accept something that I don't understand. That's exactly what they say. And so I go to the, the Eastern understanding, which is, well, what's the purpose of confirmation? To strengthen the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Okay, so practically speaking, then why could we not implement it like the East does? That, that's where my mind goes on that. Because I, I understand it, right? You want to have the connection with the bishop and obviously by extension the apostle. I, I get that, right? But I think you can see why it's it's because of the current thought and the lack of an attempt to fix that problem that to me drives me and others more towards accepting or understanding at the very least the Eastern right. Hopefully that makes some sense. Uh, J.K. Buck says, Hillbilly Elegy hits pretty close to home. Yeah, uh, I've heard, obviously today I've heard a lot of people say that. Uh, Jake Buck says, as I said before, it's not Fat Tuesday. It's Healthy at Any Size Tuesday. I can't think of a PC term for Ash Wednesday. Uh, <laughs> Hardwick says, the bartender said, my condolences for the loss of your brother. The man replied, my brother is fine, but me, I'm giving up beer for Lent. Damn. Hardwick says, each day a man went to the bar and drank two beers, one for him, one for his brother in Ireland. One day he... Oh, okay, sorry. There was two parts of that. I was reading it in backwards. I'll read it again. Ha- Haber- uh, sorry. Uh, where's the other member? Any other members? 
So here's Hardwick's joke. Each day, a man went to the bar and drank two beers, one for him and one for his brother in Ireland. One day, he ordered only one beer. The bartender said, my condolences for the loss of your brother. The man replied, my brother is fine, but me, I'm giving up beer for Lent. <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. Um, Orange Review says, ScrewTube sounds like an adult site. It sure does. I don't think, I, I sure hope that that was a joke that just didn't uh, hit very well. But <laughs> anyway, uh, that is all of the members' comments. So thank you very much again. I've gone over time uh, as sometimes does happen on the channel. But I do want to end by saying, once again, I hope everyone has a blessed Shrove Tuesday, and we are indeed about to enter into the holy season of Lent. And so a couple of things that I figured I would... Uh, you know, I, It's one of those things people say, you can't tell anybody what you're doing, but I think that it's good to kind of share these things. So some of the things that I'm going to work on, uh, and obviously not going into too much detail with this, but one is a social media break um, and a social media fast. And so I'm going to try and limit social media usage um, but one of the ways I'm going to try and implement that is by giving up Twitter. So again, if you follow me on Twitter, I'm going to basically be silent for the next 40 days on that platform. So if you do still want to follow me, uh, content wise, communication wise, the discord server is a great way to do that. In fact, uh, since I mentioned that I'm gonna go ahead and create an invite. Uh, this will expire in a day. That way it keeps things limited. Uh, but anyway, so boom, here's a link to the discord server. So if you want to join over there. Uh, you can keep up the communication. There's a lot of tabs for different subjects. You can talk to people over there. It's a lot of fun. But anyway, so Twitter is going to be basically going bye-bye because I want to kind of limit my interactions on these platforms. But I will be available on Minds, on Gab, and, of course, on Discord and email, of course. Uh, also, I want to try and increase my prayer life, so things that I would like to improve because, obviously, all of us can improve things. I want to try and implement a, a daily rosary because that's something I don't pray nearly as much as I should. And also, I am uh, wanting to pray more of the divine office. So I actually have the traditional, this is the old Roman breviary. Uh, this is the uh, Baronius Press edition, which unfortunately is insanely expensive. Um, so once again, shout out to the channel because y'all, because of this, have been able to help, one, me allow to do things like giveaways and, and to upgrade things on the channel, but also to be able to buy things like this uh, for spiritual uh, guidance as well. So thank you for that. So trying to pray at least a, a couple of the hours every single day and trying to increase it over time with the goal of being me praying almost all of the hours uh, by the end of the Lent season is my goal there. Um, also, almsgiving. So uh, the three key parts of, of what we do for Lent is to try to do something that deals with fasting, prayer, and almsgiving. So for me, the fast is going to be social media, uh, Twitter specifically. Uh, the uh, prayer is going to be to increase prayer like a daily rosary and the divine office. And then almsgiving, right, which typically people think of is give money, but it doesn't have to be. So for me, I want to try and do more work for charitable organizations. So this is actually relevant to the YouTube channel because I'm going to try and have at least a stream uh, every week or every other week uh, be one that we try and raise money for a charity. So again, more information will be given about that as, as things go on. But I think that, you know, using the platform to try and bring attention to certain charities would be a good thing. Uh, it was really cool to see Drunk3PO especially raise, what, $40,000 for a charity to try and end human trafficking. It was just amazing, very inspirational. So that's something that I definitely want to try to work on is, is try to have more, you know, people, uh, you know, aware of certain charities and to try and, you know, uh, put more put more focus on those things. Um, also, uh, one thing I heard that was actually a pretty cool one was the concept of writing letters and notes to people in our lives. So some people go as far as say, think of one person for every day of Lent. So like 40, 40 different people. 
and just every day write a letter or a note to them. Uh, you can either send it to them or you can just use it as like a prayer. I just think that's a really cool concept. So I think I'm going to try and do something like that as well. And then also I want to work on my physical health uh, because as some of you may know or may not, <laughs> I'm, uh, you know, I have a little bit of a weight. Um, and so I'm going to try and do some daily walks with my dogs because they also need a workout too. And also try and watch my sugar consumption because let's be honest, I, uh, I like the Oreo a bit, uh, a bit too much. So, um, again, something that I want to work on, but I figured that I would end, uh, after going through with that with actually, this is going to be from Matins, which is basically the prayer that's typically prayed in the middle of the night. Uh, the monks would typically wake up in the middle of the night to pray this. Uh, this is actually from, from that. It's from one of the readings and it's a homily that was given by St. Augustine. And so it's based off of this reading from, uh, scripture where it says, at that time, Jesus said to his disciples, when you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites. So part of St. Augustine's homily is this. It is obvious that this commandment aims to make us focus our intentions wholly on interior joys. If we seek a material recompense, we will become conformist to the world's standards. And by that, we will forfeit the blessed promises, the blessed, the blessedness promised us, a blessedness which is all the more certain and reliable as it is concerned with that interior calling by which God has destined us to be made conformable to the image of his Son. In our gospel selection, then, the chief point to be noted is this. Pride can be found not only in material glitter and show, but in doubtiness and gloom as well. And this latter will be all the more dangerous because it masquerades as service of God. And I know that's something that I uh, need to work on, too, is the sense of pride that sometimes comes over me. And that's one of the reasons why I'm looking to limit Twitter, because I think that's been a very negative impact on thinking Sometimes thinking that I'm better than anyone else, which I'm not. And uh, as that old famous saying goes, we are nothing more than straw in this world. So I hope everyone has a beautiful rest of your Tuesday. Again, if you're planning on having some pancakes or uh, some last minute king cake, I hope that you have a, uh, a joyous rest of your evening. So that way we can start the work tomorrow with Ash Wednesday. So I hope everyone has a wonderful Lenten season. I will still, of course, be doing the videos and live streams and such like that. But uh, yeah, you guys are all amazing and beautiful people. I hope you all have a wonderful evening. Uh, shout out to my members, M Tax Shark, Forever Sci-Fi, FCC 2014, Rosie G12, Andrew Hoyle, Eric K, Orange Chat Reviews, Adam Avery, The Bosco 2000, Twirly Wolf, Jaysto, and Aiden Vickery. You guys are awesome. Thank you for being my $5 and up backers on YouTube. You're fantastic. And uh, thank you for all the love, for the peace and support in the chat. You guys are fantastic. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful evening. Have a blessed evening. And as always, God bless. And now for a huge shout out to all of my Patreon members, Albertus Magnus, Ali C83, Andrew Hoyle, Animation Commentator, Brian P, Dion, Divex, Enrique Evangelista, Father Christopher Miller, hail to you, Father, Father Damian Cook, Garrett Searles, The Honker Chonky Funky Monkey, Inflamed Wood, It's a Trap Productions, Jason Clark, Jacob Juice, Jay, Jeff Toon, Jonathan Carney, Laura Story, the modern major general, Mag Jackson, Mad Mitch Dunaway, Mr. Peabody, and his evil twin with the beautiful hair, On to June, Orange Hat Reviews, Out of Step with Reality, Riff Magos, Rosetta Allen, Steve Glasker, 
Teresa Martin, Theodore Benden, Tina Bojan, and Tina B, the Empress of the Universe. Thank you so very much for being my Patreon members. And a huge shout out also to my Subscribestar members, Stan Four, John B, Perpetual Punster, Mr. Roy, Glinzer, Darkstar57, J. Alex McCarthy Jr., Dean Heiss slash the new number two, J-Rod the Beer Guru, Nebadon G. Adams, and The K-Man. Thank you all very much for being my Subscribestar members, and to all people who support the channel. It really does mean a lot. If you want to support the channel and have your name shouted out, please make sure that you join on Patreon or Subscribestar today. If you sign up at the $5 or up level, you also get access to exclusive giveaways, including for 4K and Blu-ray titles. At the $10 level, you get all that, plus you get access to an exclusive podcast podcast that I do with John the Flick Pick Flickinger. There's actually currently an episode that I made public uh, on the channel right now, so you can go ahead and check that out if you want to have more access to even more episodes and more content and the ability to ask us questions, please feel free to check that out as well. And if you join at the $25 level and up the 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 chosen of Valhalla level, you get to have all of those things, plus you get a free t-shirt that first month that you sign up for it, and every month you will be able to access the chosen of Valhalla live stream where me and my chosen just talk for about two, three, sometimes even four hours about whatever it is that they want to talk about. So check all of that out in the links in the description below. You are all amazing and beautiful people. We all have a wonderful day. And as always, God bless.